Hi, everybody. Welcome to hell. It's me, Brad. I'm Sophie. And this is Monster Friends. With benefits. And we are here in my middle room. We are here. We're just, we're here now. Improperly sound insulated and isolated. <laughs> ready to provide entertainment. <laughs> well, I think we're entertained. At the very least, the one thing we can do is be slightly entertaining, uh, distracting, uh-huh. perhaps. Uh-huh. Uh, a diversion from uh, having to think your thoughts can mm-hmm. continue to consume media so you don't have to think your thoughts. That's what I do all the time. I'll put on a movie and then I will also be scrolling TikTok at the same time. Mm. And maybe I'll put on music mm. and then maybe I'll just go wash the dishes and like all at the same time. No thought. See, for me, it's it's all head empty. No thoughts all the time. Mm. All day, every day. God, I wish that could be me. Well, you know, the less room in me or the the. Oh, <laughs> that, you know, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got Sorry, it. Sorry, what is I that about it. how much room there is inside I got of you? It. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the less space in my in me that is occupied by thoughts, the more room there is for you. So Fantastic. let's start off with host <laughs> host chat. How you doing? Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Uh, how am <laughs> After I doing? After that sentence that you oh, just no, said, how oh, are no. you how am doing I? Well, today, Brad? I have had a week. I am tired. My brain hurts. And have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? Oh, I'm constantly turned off and also unfortunately constantly turned on. <laughs> this was a D&D week, which was nice. This was a week of work trainings that were extremely overwhelming for my brain. I was constantly feeling nauseated and overwhelmed and oh. that's irritating. So I yeah, had to take a nap. Like the fucking worst thing to just like is an underlying. Yeah, I don't normally. It happened a lot with school because of the concussion stuff. I normally don't take a lunch, like a solid set aside lunch time. But I put on my work calendar lunch, and then what I did was nap. And you know that I'm feeling bad when a nap makes me feel better. <laughs> mm. Normally, I wake up from naps groggy and irritated. So if I feel better after a nap, I must have been feeling very bad before. <laughs> if groggy and irritated is better. It's an that's, improvement. That's yeah. That's wild. pretty bad. Yeah. And I think, I think, oh, uh, I scheduled an ultrasound for the weird irritation uh, on my incision spot from surgery. Hooray. That sounds so sexy. Huzzah. It is very, very you sexy. Get to have that cold jelly spread all over your belly. It's probably still going to be far 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 and away from the worst ultrasound i ever had which was when i had to go to the emergency room because of a horrible horrible pain in my story for another day all right great okay i was very much hoping you would not continue that story at this time may edit may edit that last word out (laughs) we'll see what it goes you see you may you listener may not know the thing that i had to have ultrasounded but you know who does know sophia it's me and i have to live with that knowledge gotta live with that forever now now. and forever so how about you sophia what's up uh i was having a pretty good week actually um started the week kind of weird I made a angsty vent video on TikTok. It has since gone viral, and that's been weird. It sits at something around here. I'll look it up. Seven hundred and seven point seven thousand views. Boy, howdy! So that's been weird to experience. That it was a personal vent, and that happened. What is it? I. It was just like. Oh, my therapist paused quietly after something I said, and I just realized what that meant. And I'm just like turned to the camera and I'm like crying. Um, Like, that's it. That's the entire video. But apparently people like that. Um, So that's just been weird to experience. Um, But yesterday was also D&D for me. And I've been DMing. Um, and yesterday was the first day I was off book. I've been using a module. Um, if you are a new DM, uh, Moon over Greymoor is a free uh, first level module you can find on DMs Guild. I don't know who wrote it because I'm not looking at it right now, but it's free. It's nice. And I went off book from it and it went really, really well. And we had our first combat of the campaign, um, like four sessions in and we've had our first combat. Um and we did this thing that really worked out well for initiative tracking. Um, if you don't play D&D, well, 
I would actually bet money that all of our listeners play D&D or understand it vaguely. But if you don't, uh, initiative is the order in combat that players can go and it's determined by numbers, etc. And you want you have an order and tracking initiative order is usually like you write down the list. I did a thing where I wrote the names on index cards and folded them in half and then hung them in order on the DM screen so everyone could see it. Um, and that worked super super well for the flow of combat so that's two of the people in my game made a gift for our dm Mm -hmm. which was a tiny wooden dowel with clothespins on it and they used that for initiative fantastic i got annoyed with my party for immediately launching into combat when i really wanted to interrogate the monster to find out what was happening yeah yeah it was an eldritch creature in a place that we had to get into that had warnings all over it and they were clearly trying to do something and i'm like well i'm only here to find out eldritch knowledge that's like your jam that's yeah your entire so jam. why kill this guy before i can at least ask questions so what you're telling me is that um you personally punched over the initiative tracker tower to stop the combat <laughs> i did cast uh thaumaturgy which for those of you who don't know is a spell where you can make stuff louder or lights brighter or do weird impressive shit you know make the ground rumble or whatever nothing meaningful mm-hmm. but that seems cool and big and so i cast this spell to chide my party and ask them to stop trying to kill the monster mid-fight how'd that go nobody listened to me God damn it you need to you need to cast thaumaturgy again it's just a cantrip you can do it whenever you want yeah i did after the fight tell them next time we go into a room that says that it contains horrible weird stuff and there is a monster at least let me talk to the monster or i will not invite you along <laughs> fantastic i mean that's it's good to have those boundaries with your party you know um yeah that's dnd is fun and i learned that maybe um if someone rolls an 18 arcana check on some shadow wolves maybe you should tell them about the area of effect attack that they have and not let the barbarian just wander into it and almost die it's fine that's what i did it's fun also, a member of my party killed a monster with a potato. Good. It was counted as an unarmed strike, but he yelled out potato and hit the little thing with a potato. Great. I, good potato usage. I mean, you can mash them, boil them, stick them in a stew, use them as ballistic missiles, whatever. Yeah. Great host talk. <laughs> so now we transition into... Imagine, Brad, that your cousin has gone missing. Oh, no. My cousin <laughs> is missing. gone missing. Yeah, I, it, maybe you're close to this cousin. Maybe you're not. Well, not now. They're cousin. missing. <laughs> well, not now. They're missing, obviously. And you're, you're, you're trying to find this cousin. But the, the cops, the authorities, even their family is not necessarily thinking they're missing because they're a grown adult. So, like, maybe they just went somewhere because they're a grown adult and they can just do that whenever they want. But you're like, no, this, this cousin, this cousin is missing. My cousin is missing. Your cousin is missing. Maybe they dropped off their cat and they were supposed to pick it up and have not yet so you're like i have this extra cat you have a spare supposed to give to my missing cousin yeah your cousin just hasn't come back yet from whatever vacation i can't keep puddles forever that's so it's so tough i mean and puddles has some issues puddles has problems it's fine it's we love puddles we love puddles but but puddles should go home puddles has a nice home but your cousin is missing and you can't find them and so you are trying to look for any evidence of where your cousin went then you start getting mail and you start thinking like it's about your cousins you're like oh my god is this from a kidnapper is this proof that there's a kidnapper and then as you get more mail it has like specific details of your childhood that only your cousin would know so is this from your cousin like little stories from your past when you were kids is it like specific details about puddles could be imagine only one person knows cuddles parentage and that's my cousin and my cousin is missing and your cousin is missing and then then things get kind of weird start sending like uh like newspaper clippings right but there are newspaper clippings of things that didn't happen or happened a different way like for example there's just a little puff piece about how great Jackie O looked in Texas, in Dallas, when President Kennedy conducted really successful talks between the, the party leaders there, and it was a great time, and Jackie O looked fantastic. And nothing else happened. Or that 
there's a, a big piece about uh, the presidential election in 1992 uh, because president candidate uh, Bill Clinton made an insensitive remark about the tragic, tragic death of uh, George H.W. Bush, who, of course, in this article says, if you'll remember, he died after getting sick at a dinner with Japanese officials, and he died tragically in Japan while abroad, and that's so sad. But Bill Clinton made an insensitive remark, and it cost him the election, and now, of course, who was elected but Ross Perot, and it's the first time in history. Amazing. So, like, all of these things, and you're getting these inf- this information, and then, and then, along with these news clippings of things that never happened or happened differently, you start getting pictures of your house. First, it's just, like, pictures of your house, and it's just that exterior, and then your cousin starts appearing in these photos outside your house. But you have checked, and, like, there's no cousin out there. Yeah. But you keep getting a series of photos of the cousin getting closer closer to your house and you want to find your cousin and find out what all of this means and return puddles return puddle i mean come on so you need help that's where geocities comes in (laughs) you make a beautiful website with fantastic shitty little gifs to post all of this information and try to find your cousin or maybe a better permanent home for puddles at the very least because it's really not working out here geocities for all of your website needs. Now it's time for the questions. Sophia. Ooh, flip a page to another. I have a question for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to your cousin? <laughs> if you were going to have a sexy party for werewolves, would you call it a heavy petting party? Fucking absolutely I would. Oh man, that's so good. I would I wouldn't have thought of that. I'd have to, we'd have to be doing this together and then you would have to call it that. Mm -hmm. And then I would be very excited to Mm -hmm. call it that. Mm -hmm. Did you know, Sophia, here's another question. Did you know that the word schlong as parlance, as a a, a, a slang term for dick comes from the German word schlange, which means snake? Yeah, ich hab das gewusst. I knew that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sophia, Uh what is your absolute favorite sexy cryptid? That is not Mothman. Because Mothman's know. ass is legendary. Yes, the statue and everything say, else. Yeah, the yeah, statue, yeah. The ass not Mothman. That, oh. See, listener, Sophia had some questions left over from last week and was not super satisfied with them. So I thought, what should I do here? I'm going to ask Sophia some questions instead. So favorite, I, sexy cryptid, not Mothman. Now that you've put me on the spot like this, I can't think of a single cryptid except for Mothman. Take a um, second. So I'll be... edit it out. It's fine. Take a second. Um... Listener, I'm going to loudly drink into the microphone while Sophia is thinking. Maybe some of you uh, ASMR folks will get a kick out of this if I don't edit it out. The only thing I can, the only other, the only cryptid I can think of right now gonna bite you is the beast of Bray road i don't know that's really just a werewolf isn't it years ago mm-hmm. i was shown a film about the beast of bray road yeah which i was not aware of was the thing you know myth- mythically or whatever locally and in the film there was a fake beer sign because i guess they didn't want to use real beer signs you and this is those. it's the pardon you have to pay for those yeah it's the kind of thing that would typically be so far in the background that you wouldn't notice unfortunately Thanks to the set designer, it was immediately apparent. And the sign said, with a P, Pud Light. (laughs) It was very good. In the years since, I've looked for a Pud Light sign and been unable to find it. You'll just have to pay someone to make you one. Very upsetting. So you you don't have an answer? No, the only thing I can think of is Beast of Bray Road, and that's just a werewolf. Okay, the real answer, obviously, oh, is I'm sorry. Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, fuck. No, you're right. You're completely right. They're so sexy. Leggings are very in these days, so why not go for an animate pair of glowing leggings? Exactly. Ooh, are those TikTok leggings? No, this is my boyfriend. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Fantastic. Well done. Do you have any questions for me, Sophia? Fine. Uh, would you rather? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's going to be a tough choice. Between a werewolf or a bapenist mermaid. I love bapenist. Bapenist. So bapenist. It's got one. Bapenist. 
Well, well I suppose it could also have be vaginaed. Vaginaed? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> I said it. It was recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a werewolf. Yeah. Simply because if you have a, a coward. if you have a mermaid <laughs> and you're in the water, cool. Great. If you have a mermaid and you're on land, you're very concerned for the well being of this mermaid. Generally speaking. I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of mermaid, but yeah. Yeah, it, reasonable to assume. In standard format, you'd be concerned about the the mermaid, right? Whereas a werewolf, and assuming we're staying in werewolf mode, right? We're not in person mode. On land, fine. Werewolf. In water, wet wolf. It's fine. <laughs> so for versatility's sake, I oh. think probably werewolf. Yeah. However. The Bapinus mermaid has a little bit more like bragging rights, I think. Sure. But I would never reduce somebody to that. That would be That would be demeaning. I mean, what if they're bragging about the hot human they banged on the beach on the beach not in the water it depends what are they flopping around on you yeah just like a i'm just imagining like a flopping fish right now yes just like but on top of you yeah uh that's how mermaids bepinus mermaids have sex ah yeah flopping you don't just both jack off onto the same spot i thought that was (laughs) Well, if you have, if you're doing that in uh, in the water, if in the water, in in the water, uh-huh. it's actually it was called soaking, but they had to change that one. <laughs> Brad is giving me a slightly disappointed expression. That's fine. I know who I am as a person. All right, I don't. Enough of that. <laughs> Enough of that. Questions portion is a little short. Please send us questions, okay? Please, please. Remember, please, remember, please. send us an email to monsterfwb at gmail.com with the subject line questions, colon, or send it to us on the Twitter, which is also monsterfwb. You'll notice a certain consistency here because nobody else had taken it on the platforms we checked. Cool beans. <laughs> so that said, let's move on to... my dearest sophia that's me do you find yourself speaking in green text often yeah is me i'm a person reading an ad talking to my co-host ask a question about whether or not she thinks in green text get a confused answer and response see her drinking coffee see her pouring coffee out of thing see her with coffee cup on knee it happens to me all the time do you meet people and suddenly refer to them by their first name all the time do you yes, go places and have weird things happen, simply talk about it? Do you ever wonder how you're recording these things down after the fact? Do you ever have a really good idea, a so-so execution, and then an absolutely terrible conclusion? Then you may be experiencing creepypasta. Get help. <laughs> Send help. Now. How am I typing this? Sophia, this week, we are here... <laughs> With your idea, your plan for us to pitch to one another the best type of vampire to be. Yes. I. So the premise for this comes from the fact that I often ask many of my friends, if I was turned into a vampire, would you want me to bite you? Would you want me to change you as well? And Sophia asked me this question after we watched a movie together. At it's a good it's a good conversation to have with your with your loved ones to know it's like knowing um your your fire safety or where to hide in a tornado or where to meet an event of an, a disaster that sort of thing but about vampires of course the inevitable response is it depends on the kind of vampire so today i would like us to pitch a vampire that if i became this vampire i could turn you into this kind of vampire and we have a selection of vampire mythos to choose from Mm -hmm. sophia you first all right i have my research materials here which is to say the wiki fandom entries so now this isn't the most fashionable vampire you know it's not the most popular but it is a classic so let me sell you on being nosferatu which is straight up Count Orlock 
with the little buck teeth teeth, the tall, the stiff pose, all of that. How do you feel about being a Nosferatu? Not great. Not great? Not no? great. No. Not your favorite? Not particularly. I like socializing. He likes, okay. Well, let's see. Let's go over some um, uh, so, some powers and abilities here. Sure. And see if any of these speak to you. There's the shape-shifting, of course. Count Orlac can turn into a wolf. This is a, this is a classic vampire move to turn into a creature of the night that isn't a vampire. A wolf, a bat, or something like this. So A newt. A newt. I mean, that seems kind of sad, but fine. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. A lot of judgment towards newts here. Wait, are newts nocturnal? I don't actually know the I don't think to that they're question. nocturnal, so I don't think a vampire would turn they're, into a they're, newt. They're small and wet, so I assume they live in the darkness. Wow, that's also judgmental. Uh, that's just life. All right. Well, shape-shifting. Shape-shifting. Into a wolf. Into a so wolf. much so that the villagers did think he was a werewolf, not a vampire. Mm-hmm. So he just like fucking loved being a wolf sometimes. Just like, hey, it's wolf time. Of course, he's slightly telekinetic. He can move doors himself he can float around get in places look cool telekinesis is a cool power so telekinesis in ways that don't really take advantage of telekinesis what do you mean i mean you could be doing so much more than that what he's making himself dramatic telekinesis like making himself float that's dope and like opening doors in front of him is dramatic Mm -hmm. which is i think important Mm -hmm. you know what fun is it to be a vampire if you're not gonna be fucking dramatic about it granted telepathy although this says Weak and uncontrolled form of telepathy. Yeah, it's fine. But telepathy is also a good classic vampire. So like Deanna Troy. (laughs) Yeah. Like an empath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But telepathy is also... Not to insult Deanna Troy. She did the best with what she had. She was great. And we're not going to talk about her fantastic mom. Not today. We have... We could. We don't don't have time. We don't have time. Listen, we could just throw out this whole vampire Move on. Move on. Move on. But Luxana Troy... Move on. Move on. (laughs) But telekinesis and, and telepathy in combination. Now, it could be that these were weak because of Count Orlac himself and not necessarily because it's a type of vampirism. So it could be that you become very strongly telekinetic and telepathic. So think about that on your own brain. Yeah, but that's like saying, oh, well, if you get into this multi-level marketing thing, you could become rich. Well, I haven't seen it happen, so I'm not going to put my money into it. It's not like that. It is exactly like that because vampirism is, in fact, a pyramid scheme. Oh, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, depending on your mythology. Well, I guess. You know, where if, if, if the, the sire vampire is killed, then all the other ones in the, in the vampire downline <laughs> die. <laughs> Let's see. And, oh, invisibility is a very strong. Not a lot of vampire mythos these days have the ability to turn invisible. That is a rare one. And yeah, I is think Is this like invisible useful. invisible or is this like people won't notice you invisible? Is this kind of a manifestation of telepathy? I'm not entirely sure. I think it's just, he just vanishes from sight. Like you just can't see him anymore. So whether that is because like he has become invisible or he is tricking your mind, mm-hmm. we don't know. Either way. Either way, you can't see him anymore. He vanishes yeah. from sight. And this list doesn't actually list this, but I think it is important to mention because this is Count Orlock, is the, the shadowmancy that he can do with the long stretching arms with the, the classic image of him doing that. That's definitely not just a shadow within the fiction. That's like... He can physically manipulate things mm-hmm. or travel through shadows, which mm-hmm. I think is very cool. And also, again, not a traditional vampire one. So with this one, you're getting some pretty interesting powers. The final thing listed on here is possible disease manipulation, which is that he appears and some people just get the plague. You're just around him and you get the plague. Not that he has it, in which case you could just say that all humans have some form of disease manipulation. Is this a selling point? I Yes. Because you can just show up and just give someone the plague I don't, that, you, that irritate you. I don't want, you just give them the plague and then they want, have the plague. I don't want to do that. Well, but it would be kind of cool to be able to do that. And it doesn't have to be the plague. It could be some other kind of disease. It doesn't have to be the bubonic plague. I don't want to give anybody any diseases. This is, you're selling to me right now. But you'll be an evil monster and it'll be cool to... I don't want to be an evil monster. All right. You're uh, selling to me, okay? You're not selling to you know some fucking awful right, person out bet. there. Oh, I, I'll, I'll throw in the black overcoat for free. That's, that, that's, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I don't know why you're going with the disease <laughs> vector thing here when I could have a big black overcoat. It's a very cool big black overcoat, the hunched posture. Yeah, you're really missing out, like, ability to have a bad posture with no ill effects, ability to wear a black overcoat, and often accompanied by mist. You didn't mention that at all. 
That's true. There is a lot of the mist going I on. Love I love mist. Think, I think the mist goes along a bit with the shadowmancy that uh, is kind of traveling okay, through it okay, a little okay. bit. Okay, okay, uh, okay. So you have a few different ways of uh, transporting yourself. You can't really teleport, but you mm-hmm. can like, you know, manipulate. Do I have any things. unique vulnerabilities in this scenario? Not really. They're just sunlight and that he has to has have soil of his homeland, mm-hmm. which is those are both classics. Now, I remind because I have not seen films that feature this particular type of vampire a lot. Am I vulnerable also to religious artifacts? Am I vulnerable to? I can't. It's, I haven't. It's been a while. Running since water. Watched, I have. It's been a while since I okay. watched Nosferatu. I don't think so. And if it garlic? is garlic, can I eat garlic bread? You know. In any vampire mythos, that is the number one question I get asked when I'm talking about what kind of vampire is like, okay, I do need to eat garlic, though. Am I going to die? I I need garlic. Can I can I substitute shallots? Like, is that... Yeah, if you want to live a miserable fucking life. You're the one selling this to me, Sophia. I'm just saying in general. All right. Vampires should eat garlic. Well, anyway, I think Nosferatu is extremely cool. Count Orlok is very cool. Good, cool posture, cool coat, some sweet powers... I think the plague thing is pretty cool. So none of this slots into my life. Like I can't, <laughs> I could not slot yes. this into my life. I'm sorry. I can't look. There, there's a lot in my life that I could give up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could, if I had these abilities, I could give up my day job. I have to have a night job, <laughs> but I, I could, I could do a lot. I could work around a lot of this. I could, you know, still have friends, but so much of this is so disruptive to my life that I really don't think I could, I could do this. What are so disruptive? Well, the fact that, I'm a walking disease vector is a bit of a hold problem. On, hold on. You are voluntarily giving people. You don't have. I don't want to have disease. the option to do that. I don't want to be not? thinking. You don't have to that's, use it. It's a, it's a that's bonus extremely extra. disruptive to your social life. Extremely disruptive to your social Only life. if you give people the plague. That's on you. That is a choice Anytime that you Anytime anybody have to gets make. sick, they're going to be blaming me. Well, maybe it's a specific disease and you're like, well, you have a cold. You don't have the bubonic plague. They're not going to know. It's it's like, it's like, look, I, they're going to know the bubonic I plague and the common am, cold are very different. I am lear- I, okay, so, you know, listeners, you are aware. At least I think I mentioned I've been learning to pick locks. Unfortunately, once you know how to do something like this, if anything goes fucky, people look at you because they're like, oh, there's that person. If I'm a big, freaky, hunched over, clawed, hovering vampire who is associated with disease... Anytime anybody gets sick, they're going to be looking at me. And you can look to society right now to know you do not want anything to do <laughs> with being blamed for spreading a disease. So this, for me, is going to get a no. I'm sorry. <sighs> That's rough. Uh, it's, I'm going to go have to tell my manager, Count Orlock. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't make my sales figures this, this month, boss. How am I ever going to reach diamond level? <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to get that bonus check. The uh, The rats. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's just a shipment of rats. The rats. The rats. You know, my bonus, my bonus rats are actually based on recruitment and not actually on sales, unfortunately. So this is really gonna hurt my my bottom line, man. I got bills to pay. I got rats to eat. Got children to feed with those rats. So it's my turn now. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Do you want the one that is? Let's see. I'll give you. Give you I'll give you an option here. Okay. Do you want the one that is? Sexy or the one that is functional? They're all sexy. They're vampires. Sexy or functional, friend? Let's go with functional. Functional. I would like to propose to you being a vampire in the universe of the debut picture of Guillermo del Toro, Kronos. I don't think I've seen this one. That is shocking. I would have thought I'd have shown it to you. In the film Kronos, the, the the word vampire is not mentioned. However... There is an ancient alchemist who is searching for a way to stay alive forever, finds some sort of a weird weird bug, and imprisons it inside a tiny jeweled scarab thing. You put the jeweled scarab thing on you, and your blood is filtered through the little bug that is contained within this thing. Presumably, it feeds on some of your blood. You transform, sort of, you get this pale white skin... Already there. Vulnerable to sun more. You're vulnerable to (laughs) sunlight and you have a thirst for blood. Yeah. It sounds like vampirism. Yep. It is unclear. No, no, this is like a a compulsion, right? The the film has a sequence and we should we want to talk about it for I'm sure at some point. Many of these things, I'm sure at some point. But 
in the film, it does the thing where somebody gets a bloody nose and the character who's still leaving turned into a vampire gets all weird and gross about it and like licks kind it of up. Horny. Yeah. yeah. And it's associated with a loss of control and a defiance of death and, and all this stuff. And in the film, there's a lot of reasons why it's not so good. But the alchemist seemed to get weird and frail over time, but only died when his building collapsed. Huh. He lived for hundreds of years just being a weird old dude who just had long stringy hair uh, not stringy, just long, pale, kind of, you know, old people hair. And that's it. So in this universe, essentially, it's just vampire dialysis. Okay, so you have the standard. You can't go outside. Uh, you feel kind of shitty and weird. You're compelled to, eat, you know, drink blood. But that's about it. Now, you're not, you don't seem to be super magical, super powerful. You're strong, but not mm. absurdly strong. You are basically just a relatively normal person. Feels weird, is compelled to drink blood. Clearly, it does not need to be blood from a living being since a uh, motherfucker was lapping it up out of a bloody nose in a bathroom. So blood, easily something you can acquire. You don't eat your friends and family. Stay out of sunlight and do vampire dialysis. Uh, I'm not feeling it. It doesn't sound theatrical. It's true. It's not theatrical. You don't get a ton of side benefits. Okay. There's no perks. All right. There's no extra benefits, but the core the core of it is immortality, blood, eating. immortality, vitality, and that's it. Vampire dialysis. I'm oh, I'm not really into this now, one. As a metaphor in the story, it's the denial of death and fate and, and all that. Which, sure, sure, sure. Thematically within the film, not good. But you don't die. You're just on dialysis forever. And not like constantly. You just you know once a night, once every few days. Mm. And the only downside really, other than you know, sunlight and the compulsion to drink blood and you, you look kind of weird is that this weird little bug is imprisoned inside of a jeweled scarab for all of eternity, which is not the nicest thing in the world. Now, is this bug the only one of its kind? It does seem to be. That's At least in the, in the film, there's not, not a lot of exposition, which is the thing you, I know you and I like, is that it's not over-explained. Mm-hmm. But... Del Toro just said, here's a weird bug, yeah. go with it. Well, <laughs> Del Toro just said, I want to make a film about the death of my grandpa, so I'm going to do this <laughs> <Yes>. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not feeling it. It's, what, too, it's what not is, theatrical. It, it has to be theatrical. Yeah, it has to you be can't, theatrical. You can't. You can't just be happy with not dying. Extremely cool. Yeah, I want to be extremely cool. I don't. What like? What else am I doing right now that I need to not die for? With that. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Whoa. Sorry. That got dark, listener. <laughs> Do not send that clip to my therapist. <laughs> I will have to make another TikTok about it. It's gonna go viral again. It's gonna be very uncomfortable. Point is, as I am now as a person, I don't need to be immortal. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not like doing wild, cool things that I need to be super immortal for and just be cool. However, if I could turn into bats or mist or like hypnotize people with my cool vampire eyes, back on. You could be a weird aunt forever. I mean... Weird aunt, weird cousin forever. Generation after generation will go, ooh, 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 can we go to Auntie Sophia's house? Listen. It will always be there, and you will always be there to hand out candy that is so ancient they can't even comprehend it. <laughs> be weird and pale, and show them Babylon Werther's Five. Originals. <laughs> the original Werther's originals. I'm not. Oh, I'm not feeling it. All right. All right. Fine. It's not my. Fine. 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 My, fine. Not my jam. Yeah. I I'm feel sorry. like. I feel like you're really not gonna like my other suggestion then. <laughs> We are looking for different things in vampires. But clearly, maybe we should have thought about that one, huh? I who maybe we should have thought. <laughs> well, listen, content. I'm the one that said I wanted to fuck sexy leggings. Okay, you did say that out loud. On Not this the person in the leggings, but just the leggings. All right, Fresno Nightcrawler, underrated cryptid. Go on. All right. Round two, Sophia. I'm gonna say a sentence, and it may or may not mean anything to you. Uh, but it will mean something to a listener. Where the hell have you been, Loka? <laughs> Someone just laughed really hard and felt enormous dread. Have you ever read or seen the films of Twilight? No. Ah. What do you what do you tell me what you know about Twilight vampires? What do you what do you know about these guys? They do not have to drink human blood. Mm-hmm. They all have an extra power. Of some sort, they seem to have some sort of specialized mm -hmm. abilities. Mm -hmm. They sparkle in they sunlight. They sure do. <laughs> they sure do, but And they have their generic, you know, super strength and all that stuff. And they do seem to also get the whole bloodlust thing. Whenever they get into a state of heightened uh, arousal, 
and I don't necessarily mean sexual. I just mean physical arousal generally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know much else. All right. Well, that's a good start. There's some oh, things. Oh, they fucking... I, why stay in high school? I'm sorry. That's, listen, let's start here for a second. Before I get into this, I want to make it clear. I do not particularly enjoy Twilight. This is for the bit. What's the What the fuck is with goddamn high school thing? Go to college, you fucking weirdos. Anyway... We're calm and we're refocusing. There's non-traditional students of all ages in college. Exactly. I, I went, I've, every time I've gone to college, and I've been to college a few times, uh, successfully, unsuccessfully, depending on how you want to view it. And every time I've gone, there's been somebody who's like middle-aged and yeah. somebody who's older and then a lot of people who are younger. For sure. So you could... Some of them are auditing and some of them are just actually getting a degree yeah. because like... You could be at college at any age. You can go to college for any number of things. If that's the only thing you take away from this listener, it's that it's, you're never too old to go to school. You're yeah. never too old to learn things. Yeah. If you want to just go to do shit, then you, there's... Stop going to high school about it, weird <laughs> vampires. Go to college. Get a, get like your fifth PhD. Who cares? Anyway. So Twilight Vampires. So they are very not traditional vampires they don't have a lot in common with say dracula or my manager count orlock (laughs) they do have to feast on blood but as you said it doesn't have to be human blood it can be animal blood yeah so do you get in trouble after your vampire shift if you fucked up the count (laughs) (laughs) all right sorry go on go on sorry go sorry go on all right um And they don't really share a lot of weaknesses with those vampires. They are still vampires because they are... I'm actually unclear if they are undead. I'm not entirely sure that they are dead. I think they may be... like pale and cold and shit, right? Yeah, but... Okay, I'll get into that in a second. I just want to say that, like, they... All vampires do share the super strength, the super speed, heightened uh, senses... They can hear, smell, taste, I guess. Get all weird about heartbeats and stuff at some point. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, However, they don't all have special abilities. It's only if you were a human with the special ability before or the potential to have it that the vampirism will bring that out and make it much stronger. Hmm. Um, So the way you turn into a vampire in the Twilight universe is the, the vampire venom that they have. Instead of the what? Va- the vampire venom replaces all fluid in the human's body. Sorry, this is so stupid. I have to, I'm trying to be positive and feel like su- it's fucking stupid. There's like a bunch of different fluids in the human body. That yeah, and they're all things. replaced with vampire venom. So like your cerebrospinal fluid. Your, a- your aqueous humor in your eyes. Yeah. Yes. Your blood. Your lymph. Your bile. All of it. Yeah. Your spit? Yeah, yes. It is in your saliva now. Well, it, you mean it is your saliva? It is your saliva now. Yeah. So they're I hate to they're mm-hmm. they they pee this? Uh, you know, it's never brought up, but they, one would assume. They they come this? You know? I don't want my pee and my cum and my blood to all be the same fluid. They're the same thing. That's It's all the same thing. So you're really not pre-selling me on this very well at all. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I had to step out of character there for a minute and be upset about these ter- horrible... We're back. We're back. However... Oh, we're back from... My pee is my cum. <laughs> really? Because my blood is my spit. My blood is also my cum. You should have a doctor look at that. Sounds like a religious mantra like my pee is my cum. My spit is my blood. Terrible. Where the fuck was I? The vampire venom. So it can't be applied to a dead body is the thing. It has to be applied to a living body, which will then put it into a coma. A lot of the vampires like the Cullen family were often near death that Carlisle then brought back because he is worse than Batman about collecting children. He just finds a dying kid and is like, hey, is this for anyone? <laughs> and then makes it into a vampire. Do what you want, I guess. Live your dream, Carlisle. And he does. So they're not entire. I don't think they're dead. This isn't entirely clear to me. They don't have a heartbeat because the venom doesn't need to be pushed around like blood. I'm sorry. It's deeply stupid. The reason that they sparkle. <laughs> God damn it. 
I read this wiki page like twice and I hate it. But there are good points. So the reason their skin sparkles is because the vampire venom is helping replace those cells. And what it is doing, it is replacing them with something, making them much harder. It's kind of crystallizing them. And the bonus to this is that they are not vulnerable to sunlight. As we know, they, these vampires, twilight vampires, can go out in the day. They just sparkle if they are in direct sunlight because of the, the crystalline structure of their uh, skin cells. So you can keep your day job. You can do whatever you want with your day job and you just sometimes you sparkle which is great you don't have to subsist on human blood which is fantastic news if you just want to stay it's jokingly called uh being a vegetarian to just eat animals and not humans it's a fun joke ha 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 yep (laughs) other things about twilight vamp oh actually my favorite thing about the vampire about twilight vampire mythos and this isn't really a selling point i mean it kind of is is that newborn vampires which is recently turned are unbelievably strong they are miles stronger than even ancient vampires this is because it takes about a year for the human bodily fluids to be replaced by the venom completely so while you still have that in you the mixture of the human blood that that is yours and the vampire venom makes you unbelievably strong. So the, for the first year of being a vampire, newborn vampires are incredibly strong and could handily beat any old vampire. Doesn't fucking matter who they are, how long they've been alive. They can beat the shit out of them. Which I just think is a very cool little uh, mythos there. It's very neat. Yes. So I assume then that they also become stronger after they feed. Yes. And so... Presumably, if they feed a bunch, they would become powerful and you could game this particular thing by getting like a big blood transfusion or something by having fluids like in you that aren't yours. What do you mean? Well, I mean, if you're ingesting the blood and it makes oh, you stronger, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Then if, if you wanted to like, I don't know, get a f- big old blood transfusion or something, then you could, you know, kind of game this particular system to become powerful again. No needle exists that can penetrate vampire skin. Okay. But what you are telling me is that you can become more powerful by barebacking in the Twilight universe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, you can do that. So what you mean to tell me is that the night before battle, vampires would engage in cream pie gangbangs. <laughs> Not that they would, but they could. They could do it. If Stephanie Meyer ever hears this, she will personally kill us. Weaponized cream (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That is definitely a thing that uh, totally, I'm just going to say this, and it definitely exists in the Twilight universe. It's happening. For sure. Somewhere. (laughs) All the time. You know the Volturi? All the time. All the time. None of this means anything to me. The ruling vampire class of Volturi Uh because uh they're the oldest... Definitely, that's why they're the strongest, is because they do that all the fucking time. Constantly creep by gangbang. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime you see Arlo doing some weird shit, it's because he's absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm under control. Mm. Okay. There's another point I wanted to make about this vampire mythos, about the superpowers that you can have, but I feel like nothing's going to top with the vampire cream pie here, <laughs> um, is that vampires only have superpowers like telepathy or future sight, like Alice, the coolest Cullen. And also, just side note, Alice is a lesbian and we all know it. Anyway, you know, if the human had that, ability or potential to have that ability somewhere so there are supernatural humans and just vampirism amplifies this trait it does amplify other traits so if you are a particularly good-looking human vampirism will amplify that and you'll be even more beautiful so both of us would be unbelievably devastating vampires physical attractiveness is in this universe an objective physical trait that you can have on a slider welcome to mormonism yes Yes. Interesting. Now you know. I think without looking at the books, this vampire mythos is pretty interesting. And I think it would be fun to be that kind of vampire. And I could make you this kind of vampire for the 
low, low price of a vampire cream pie. <laughs> Sophia. We'll get some friends okay, together. Okay, so hold on, Sophia. Yeah. I Please don't, don't offer to cream pie me on mic. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's this kind? <laughs> there is actually a monster fucking Twitter artist that I am familiar with who has a clown character named Cream Pie. I know. I'm also familiar with this monster fucking artist. Weird. <laughs> so weird. Why would we both? Yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> For our listeners, that's Cryptgeist. It's good. Anyway, so... Uh, so how, how are you feeling? This vampire universe is deliberately designed to make being a vampire fucking rad. Yes. Like it's designed to it's, not have downsides, essentially. Unbelievably radical. Like all the downsides are just cool. Yeah. You're like no religious symbolism can hurt you. Holy water, absolutely not. Sunlight doesn't hurt you. Garlic doesn't hurt you. You're not killed with a stake through the heart. You don't have to hurt people. You don't have to hurt people. It's a little difficult. Like you have to struggle and you have to like uh, have like self-discipline, but like that's also fucking cool. Also, you don't have to sleep. Well, you actually you can't sleep. You are frozen in the state you are in, so you don't sleep. So you can just keep doing whatever. So if you so want, wait, to what get... if you were turned into a vampire while you were asleep? That doesn't it doesn't quite work because actually Bella was kind of in a coma when that happened, and she didn't like continue to be in a coma. She just woke up super beautiful, and it was never mind. It was fine. Sure, sold. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like it's great. It'd be, it'd be super cool. Yeah, right? it's hard to turn that and one down. And then we could be better than the Cullens and get like a million PhDs if we wanted. Mm-hmm. Is the thing because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know why they keep going to high school. We're back on this. It's weird. It's weird. It's, it's, it's gross. It's like what? What new thing are you going to learn in a series of high schools? Yeah. Also, like I, I mean, you know, I have I have relatives who are high school age. They're fine. I, I wouldn't. We don't have anything in common. Why would we hang out? Yeah. Why would I want? And I've been to high school. I didn't like it. I don't yeah, want to go back. It wasn't the greatest. Like, I would love to be supportive of adolescence and pass on knowledge and all that. I don't need to be socializing. No, absolutely not. And like, I think it's supposed to be that like they're going to high school. So they have a a new high school diploma to go to college with and do that again. But the thing is, if you're forging all of the paperwork for a new human identity that isn't 200 years old, Make a fucking high school diploma to put in your application. You don't need a real one. Or just get your HSED. Just keep getting those. Yeah. Make them up. Yeah. If you're already forging birth certificates, why is a high school diploma so fucking yeah, hard? Yeah, if you're going to be like weird and distant, it's not exactly like you're building up the social cachet that you need to then go into college. Yeah. Also, like people go to college and who are from other places and yeah, never... out of, you're an out of state student. Yeah. Oh no. Like, oh, do like, you ha- do do you have any friends who you don't know anything about their family or their past? Yes. Yeah, me too. Absolutely, I do. Yeah, and like, am I interested in it? Sure. Do I need to know it? No. no and do not, I often it's... not find out anything about it? Also, yeah. So that's fine. So like, just do that. Stop going to high school, you freaks, and it's stop weird. hitting on it's high gross. school girls. Absolutely disgusting. You fucking weirdos. Horrifying. Like, already in college, I still wouldn't want to hit on a college freshman that would be fucking weird but you'll probably find people your supposed age like if you died at you know like if i died now at 30 i'd probably be able to find 30 year olds on campus that i could hit on i mean i'm still 200 years old but i am like at 30 frozen at 30 which is fine ish which is like edward was frozen at 17 was when he was turned which is like that's why he's in oh there's a cat which is why he's in high school but like you can be a 17 year old in college and also 17 theoretically could pass up to about 23 ish just like with a really good moisturizer so like you could just go to college and be a young very smart person yeah that's fine 17 canonically is old enough to be a dancing queen exactly so you're in the clear you're fucking royalty Yeah. yeah so you want to be a twilight vampire I n- n- don't put that don't put that <laughs> in my mouth i didn't say i want to be a twilight vampire i'm saying if you came to me with that set of conditions it was real and it could actually happen then i would be a fool to turn down all of the obvious advantages that's true i will mention a downside the volturi that i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. are the ruling class and they are judge jury and executioner mm-hmm. if you break vampire law mm-hmm. in this universe they still exist right Yes. Okay, so we're assuming we're in this universe. Yeah. So either we are or aren't in this universe, and you're still making me this offer. Yes. So if we aren't in this universe and you're making me this offer, fine. I don't have any of those downsides. If we are in this universe and you're making me this offer, 
these are problems regardless of whether or not I turn into a vampire. And in fact, I'm then less equipped for the dangers of this universe. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Great. So you want to be a vampire? No. In this specific setting. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I will not already... give you this clip. It's not going to happen. Damn it. So, I believe it is now my turn. It's your turn. For my, is... my, my pitch. And I suspect you're not going to like it now. Because I pick vampire universes where there are downsides. Sorry. I would like to offer to you to be a near-dark vampire, which I'm sure you knew was coming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So characteristics of this vampire, you are stuck at the age you were when you turned into a vampire. You are extra strong, not absurdly so. You have heightened senses. You do have to drink blood. If you do not drink blood, you will become extremely sick. It's unclear if you will die, but you will feel like you are dying. You will be in the worst withdrawal imaginable that cannot kill you. A fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It does not seem that you need to, that the blood needs to be fresh. And it does seem that you are able to eat food. I'm trying to remember now because I remember May in the beginning of the film was eating ice cream. Yeah. And I believe Caleb tries to eat food. I think it doesn't taste good to him, but... It, it it seems that you are able to ingest stuff. Maybe you are not able to enjoy it. I don't know. So let's let's leave out that maybe 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 you're not able to enjoy food. Anyway, either way, it doesn't bring you any sustenance. So upsides: immortality, uh, vitality. As long as you're ingesting blood, it does not have to be living blood. Downsides: you have to drink that blood. No sunlight. Does not seem as though religious stuff has any impact on you. And since the movie it seems to be based on pitting. Uh, these weird outsiders who are at the outskirts of society and taking advantage of people and, and living badly and being bad, having their blood renders you one of them. However, good, wholesome blood that is given out of love and all that, full to full transfusion, you can turn back into a normal human at any time. So let's say you want to become this kind of vampire. As long as there is somewhere a reservoir of this kind of vampire blood available and you have the means to transfuse blood from a wholesome loved one, you can become this kind of vampire and become a human again. Fully human, 100% human, none of the vampire weaknesses at all. Mm. So not a ton of strong advantages in this one, right? You don't have any magical powers except for extreme durability and ability to heal from that, right? Like they get fucked up. They're still able to function and seemingly able to heal as long as you don't die. So able to heal, don't die, all that stuff, immortality. And when you want to turn back to a person, you can do it. Hmm. See, I know I said about, you know, I need vampires to be theatrical and dramatic, but I have seen this film and I like it a lot. Does this vampirism come with a cool new dirtbag vampire family? I mean, I'm the one who's going to be offering this to you, right? Do you have a dirtbag vampire family? I don't really have a strong desire to hang out with a Confederate veteran. Well, okay. Well, as also, cool as, as Lance Henriksen is. you also don't want to be a Cullen. Anyway. I dare say I probably don't. No, like regardless. You've got this fucking hundreds year old weirdo who's going to high school over and over again. I don't <laughs> want to hang out with a Confederate. That, I don't want to hang out with that fucking creep. And as sexy as Bill Paxton is in the film, he's also mm-hmm. a horrible murderer. It's true. And there's a weird elderly child you know that thing that always seems to happen so i don't want to hang out with the near dark family i'm sorry whatever uh and it's entire also so the thing about near dark and i don't think we actually we have an unreleased episode where we talk about it it is unclear if there are other vampires in this world or if these are the only yeah it could be that there are many of them that are just much more functional than these assholes roaming around for you know, yeah, this could be the lowest rung of vampire society. These could just know. be weird assholes who are going around causing havoc who are also running from other vampires who would like to get rid of them or the other vampires just don't give a shit. Either way, they're a bunch of weird assholes and they suck. But but the type of vampire that they are, I think, has advantages. Not a lot of flashy advantages, but it seems as though it would be ve- it would be reasonably easy to exist as this kind of vampire in the world. Mm. And it is kind of sexy. I am thinking. Bill Paxton, hot in movie. Yes. Unbelievably. Point is, if it is possible to ingest non-human blood, oh my God, so easy. Go to the butcher shop, you're set. Truly. If it is only human blood that you can ingest, I'm sure you can arrange this. 
You could I absolutely like figure this out. Any vampire story. Yes. Honestly, uh, the BBC Dracula. Sorry, I realize this is an audio medium. I made a, a fluttery face, eyes face, a dismissive face. Part of it is good. The rest of it is shit. And they made this big fucking deal about Dracula meeting a young woman who was willing to give blood. And it was like this whole, and like she was the only one that ever wanted to do this. And it was, that's what made her so special. To, I'm like, no, it's the 21st century. Do you have any idea how many people there are who would be like, yeah, I'll be a blood bag. That sounds great. That sounds super sexy. It sounds fun. Are you going to kill me? If you kill me, are you going to turn me? Fantastic. Like, so that show was stupid and I could expound upon it, but I won't. But like, you could easily find in any vampire story, I think, humans who are simply willing to share. How much blood is in a human body? How much do you really need? You can share. You could share. Be nice. You know? Spread the wealth around. Yeah, also, if you become wealthy enough or capable enough, you could divert blood out of a blood bank. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. You, could find, out, you could, could find out when the blood goes bad, and I'm sure they have some that goes bad, and you, you could just, just divert it You pay it someone you. off, and sure. you just... You, you, People love like, money. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, any other questions, comments about this type of vampire? You know, it's been a few months since I watched it. We've watched it several times together mm-hmm. because it's... It's good. great. It's a good movie. Am I remembering correctly that one of the vampires fucking exploded? In sunlight, yes. Yes. They they don't just catch on fire. They fucking explode. Yeah, they start like, to burn. They, they they look all, you know, charred mm-hmm. in sunlight. And then they start on fire and then they explode. And then bits just go everywhere yeah. as if they have dynamite inside them. Yeah. See that? It's dramatic. That's theatrical. I know it you is. You only the get last to be dramatic do, once that and it's way. It's very fucking cool, but it's just the once, and that's you know I'll take it. Uh, as this kind of vampire, are we going to ramble around the United States in a car with blacked out windows? I don't want to it? do you that. I don't want to do that. Why not? I don't want to kill people. Well, fine. We again, we just said we we don't have to kill people. We can just rob yeah. But if them. you're ambling around, how do you do that? <laughs> with a car. Well, yeah, but you don't, yeah, but if you don't, I'm saying if you don't want to cause trouble, I mean, the reason that they weren't able to exist in the time was there was not as fast of information transfer. And even then they were constantly at risk of being caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did get caught yeah. at one point because they fucked up. There's no way that you could go around drinking blood from place to place without an established network. I mean, you're always at risk anyway. So you just really need to figure it out. I mean, you can figure We're smart. Yeah. I'm thinking now, and I'm not figuring out a way that we can make that work. Also, it's not fun for me to just be like desperately every night, like, okay, how am I going to find my blood? Oh, I'm going to sleep now. Okay, how am I going to find my blood? Oh, I'm going to sleep now. Mm-hmm. This kind of shit sucks. I mean, don't I want to like watch TV. Is that not how you exist now? No. Was, no. I'm awake for more than half of the day already. Yes. So there's that. I'm not. So I'm already nocturnal. I guess. I can see the sun right now. Well, okay, I can see So why do you why would you want to be this kind of vampire? What is Again, live for a real long time. When I want to see the sunlight again, blood transfusion back see, to human. Now that is a bonus. However, in the film we don't see that you can go back and forth. I One see no assume, reason why not. Yeah, though. I see no reason why not, but there could be a reason why not. Like you can only be a vampire once? Yeah. And a second time it just fucking kills you. Sure, you'd be guessing though. We have more evidence that that being a normal person, you can turn into a vampire, and that being a vampire, you can be turned into a regular, fully normal person again. What was the kid's name? May was only Homer. Homer. Yeah, May was only a vampire for a few years, maybe like a decade or something like that—a relatively short period of time, it seems in the film. And then when she turned back, she was still her same age. Yeah. Clock started over again. Just like. It also seemed fairly unknown to them, to the vampires, mm-hmm. to be able to do this transfusion, become human again. Because if they knew that, they probably would have done that for Homer and let him grow up into an adult. I don't think they gave a shit weird. about Homer. Homer gave a shit about Homer. Yeah. And probably could have talked them into it. And then he could be an adult. I mean, he was like a 50-year-old child. child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is that like, that was his whole like character. They had a very unhealthy family dynamic. That, they so that did. Yeah. They super did. It's very uncomfortable. I mean, I loved it, obviously, but like, oh man, dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. What a bad Thanksgiving dinner. First of all, many people have died. 
Many have died. <laughs> There's so, a lot of corpses. Now that we've answered your question, Sophia, we're in this universe. I've explained the rules to you. Do you want to turn into a near dark vampire? Yeah, I do. It does seem kind of cool. Now, what is the difference between this vampire and the previous one? Well, you can turn back into a human and also the dramatic explosion. Yeah, yes. and you don't get any of the perks, but we're assuming that we're in a universe. We, it's not like you're in a universe where both of them exist. Right. You don't have to, in the, we're not choosing between all four of these. No, we're, not, we're saying if you're, in a, if you're given the option of this or not this, would you pick this? Yeah. Yes, I would choose that one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good job. Yeah, excellent. Now, bonus round that you were not aware of we were going to do. Oh, God. From memory, I want you to pitch me a vampire that I really don't want to be. What is a terrible example of vampire? I can go first if you want. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro and some other guy's book that got turned into a television show, The Strain. So in this universe, the story starts off with an airplane where suddenly everybody on board falls asleep, lights turn off, they're on the tarmac for a long time. What it turns out is there was a vampire guy turned people into vampires. We get some POV stuff of the people who were on the on the plane. And what it is, is worms. What? No. Yep, worms. Worms that turned you into a vampire. You are suddenly full of worms. Now, what this means is that at any time, your consciousness can be turned off. Are you even still yourself? Or do you even know, know yourself you, that you are yourself or not? Who knows? However, it's worms. You get super strength. You feed on blood. You you kind of get this weird like feeding tube thing that comes out of your mouth that uh, kind of lances into people and, and, you know, kills them. And the worms are vulnerable to ultraviolet light. There is a, there's in this universe, there's like lead, lead worms, like the worms that control other worms that the worm, other worms are descended from. And these worms are like red. And so there's like a red worm inside of the lead vampire or whatever. And that motherfucker gets like super, super powers. And that's it. This sounds dumb. Yeah, I actually like the show. It was fun. It is <laughs> kind of dumb. fun, but like as a vampire method, that sounds dumb. Well, and then there, uh, so the one vampire guy, the one lead guy is trying to like start shit and like take over everything. And the established, the vampire establishment back in Europe is like, bro, calm down. Like that's not the world we want to live in. No, if you're part of the League of Nations, you're not supposed to take over the world. Yeah. And then there's like, uh, there's like a cool hybrid guy, you know, of course you got to have a cool hybrid guy who like fights with a sword and stuff. It's fun. It's a fun show, but a terrible place to be a vampire because if you're not one of those guys, those main guys, uh, you're fucked. At any point, you could just be switched off. Gross. And I also just in general do not particularly want a parasite. Oh, you don't want to be full of worms? I it's not just a parasite. You are full of worms. I No. No, I don't want to be full of worms. Okay, cool. I don't want that. You're I, not sold on bad. being full of worms. No. Okay. <laughs> in the realm of things I want to be full of worms is not really up okay, there. Okay, okay, okay. All right. You got a bad one for me? Oh, yeah. Unconventional. Ooh. And I don't want to hear any arguments from you people, listeners. I am legend. Those are kind of vampires. I mean, the short story? I'm actually thinking I haven't read the short story nor seen the older movie, and I'm talking about the Will Smith movie. They're kind of presented as zombie-ish, but they're not zombies. They're definitely not zombies, and I could expound upon that, but I won't. They are vulnerable to sunlight. They eat people. They are very fast. They are very strong. Um, they have terrifying teeth. They huddle in darkness and do weird things and come out at night. And he has to defend himself from those things. And they will eat you and your dog. And it happened from, I think, canonically, it was like a cure for cancer fuck- that got fucked up and turned people into this. And Will Smith is immune to this for whatever reason. And he's trying to figure out how to like either fix people or make future generations immune, like inoculate people. But those are vampires. Hmm. They are weird, gray-skinned, hairless, fucked-up face with lots of teeth. And they want to eat Will Smith and his dog real bad. Hmm. Also, they can infect dogs. His dog Hmm. does get infected. The short story vampires were actually more interesting because there was a distinction between people who were still alive and people who were dead and reanimated from the mm. the disease. And the they were fully conscious, fully aware, and basically just people. And the moral of the, the story, more or less, was that this guy, by trying to study the vampires and do all this stuff, became a legendary monster to them. It's a fun short story, actually. It was the basis for a lot of... It was, it was a very, very obvious inspiration for Night of the Living Dead. Oh, I definitely should read it then. Yeah, and- Richard Matheson, uh, you know acclaimed author for for a reason yeah yeah well i've only seen the will smith movie uh, fair enough and in that universe uh, bad yeah they're yeah. bad um but imagine it's you and like the rest of the city 
except for like one dude are all of these vampires and you get to huddle together all day in weird that may have been a jerk off circle i'm actually not sure now that i'm thinking about it he comes across a nest of them and they're all of his their backs to him and they're kind of like moving a little bit like up and down and it kind of looks like it's a weird jerk off circle that he is just not part of I don't know. Um, Huddling with my buddies all day in a cool dark corner jerking off sounds fine. Yeah. So on and that, then at night, and, and then at night you will try to eat Will Smith. So you could do worse. Yeah. So so you're in. You're in on being an I am. They are sad, mindless. Sadly, no. Okay. So that's that. That's the topic. We wrap that up pretty well. <laughs> Sophia, do you have any host recommendations? Yes. I keep saying this to you. I've said it to your housemates here. I keep saying it to my friends. We are not your friends. Got it. <laughs> no, Go on. Absolutely not. Do you know about um, Noodle the Pug, who is, of course, the greatest oracle of our time? You've sent this to me. Yeah, I have. Tell our listeners about it. I have to look at the screen name real quick. We'll put it in the footnotes. Yeah. But there's I a citation. Yes. Like a- so John Grouse on TikTok is the proud pet parent of Noodle the Pug, who is, I think, 13 and has a series of um, bones or no bones where he sees the... F- uh, the pug has woken up with bones by trying to like stand up this dog. Um, and if it like just flops down, it's a no bones day. It is a bones day today on the day of recording. It's a bones day. And every video of this has like millions of views. <laughs> People are just very excited to see the Oracle that is this pug. If it is a bones or a no bones day. And if you have not seen this, there are three possibilities. One is you do not have a TikTok. That's, that's fine. Two you don't spend time on your for you page a lot because if you did you would see this or videos about this or three the most horrifying is that you are on straight tiktok and my condolences for that it is a separate fucking app but it's a it's a bones day which means everything you know take chances get messy that was medic school bus but you get the idea my recommendation despite the fact that I brought this segment up and it's been my idea the whole time. I didn't have anything. So what I'm going to recommend to you, dear listener, as a person, me, Bradley, I like fake sugar. I like sugar-free energy drinks. If you are a kind of person who is not taking a medication that says that you are not allowed to have grapefruit juice, if you are, ignore this. Please do not do this. I like grapefruit juice as a mixer in things. And I like sugar-free energy drinks because I like them for the flavor. I'm not really impacted by caffeine. So bearing in mind that this caffeine will affect you more because of the grapefruit juice, I like the the white filigree monster can, like the, the ultra or whatever, mixed with grapefruit juice. Get yourself a little cocktail glass. I don't drink, so this is like my my, my drink. Uh, get yourself a cocktail glass, a little, little tumbler, okay? Put some ice cubes in it. Fill it halfway up with the monster, okay? Or a little more than half if you want. And then fill the remainder up with grapefruit juice. Mix it, sip it. It's amazing. I mean, you lost me because I hate sugar, the taste of sugar-free, of fake sugar, and I also hate the taste of grapefruit juice. Yeah. But I'm glad that you enjoy it. And yeah, I really like the sugar-free it. energy drinks, especially the Monster. They taste like they're angry at me for drinking them. They taste like a punishment. And I appreciate that about them. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like there's a chemical spill in my mouth. Uh, and I'm the only one who was foolish enough to jump past the danger tape. Yeah. Well. So on that note, please find us on social media at <laughs> MonsterFWB. That's on Twitter. And do we have a Tumblr? We don't use it if we do. No, if there's a Tumblr that is that, it's not us. Yeah. Uh, we have a YouTube page. We don't use that either. Mostly find us on Twitter. Send us an email. An Instagram. An, Instagram. an Instagram. Oh, yeah. We do have an Instagram where you can see Sophia's amazing little collages for the episodes. <laughs> I get very into it. And that I will never pay for pit collage to get the little uh, the watermark off. I don't care that you know I, I use pit collage. Who gives a shit? Not me. Send us a message, reach out to us, talk to us. Don't go into our DMs unless you are an astronaut, Wayne Pygram, Clive Barker, or any of the other people who we have specifically said can go into our DMs. Virginia Hay, of course. Virginia Hay, of course. Anytime, ma'am, anytime. On that note, this has been Monster Friends. With benefits. Goodbye from hell. Thanks for watching.